talking about anything and everything. So I've got 127 topics to discuss with you. News Radio 610. WIOD. Thirty-six on your Monday, Bloom Daddy in for Brian eight six 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 ten six three nine seven. I just saw where Starbucks is unionizing. There's even a possibility they may go on strike. I went by a Starbucks the other day. Twenty-two cars in a row through the drive-through. I enjoy Starbucks. Love their brownies, and I'm kind of a vanilla skinny latte, one pump sugar-free vanilla kind of guy. I'm not a big coffee guy. That's my sissy drink I get. With that said, not a chance I would sit in a drive-through with 22 other vehicles. No way. I don't care if they were giving it away free. I don't care if they were giving it away with $100 bills. I'm not sitting in a line of 22 cars for nothing. Zero. Couldn't believe the people that were. Hey, how about landing a dream job in 2022? Do you want to do it? Let's bring on Julie Bauke, President, Chief Career Strategist, the Bauke Group. Julie, how you doing? I'm good. Now I'm craving a Starbucks brownie. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to sit in the line of 22 cars to get it, are you? No chance. I, I, I literally nope. counted because it was amazing to me that people would not only have that kind of patience, Julie, but would sit there for that long for a damn oh. drink. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it either, but um, apparently then we're not their target audience. <laughs> yeah, some some people would sit in a line that long for their dream job in 2022, though. What um, oh, yes. what kind of advice can you give out give out there for people who are looking for that job? You know that we we talk about that first of all as something that is a unicorn. It's impossible. Uh, it isn't. But the first thing, and and really the biggest barrier that people face is actually being able to articulate what that is. You know, it, it it's when we work with clients, you know, say, okay, so what are you looking for? What's an ideal outcome? And they immediately go to, well, I tell you what I, I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want a bad boss, blah, blah, blah. So the first thing is to be able to identify what it is. What does it look like? What will you be doing all day? What will you get to avoid? Who will you work with? And what, you know, it's just getting as clear as possible on what you want. And that right there, believe it or not, is the biggest barrier. So, you know, people say, I don't, I don't like what I'm doing. I, I don't know what I want, but I know it's not this. So you've got to first be able to articulate. And part of that is figuring out what, what have you liked in past jobs? What have been the good things about your current job, about your past, about your past jobs? When have you felt successful and confident and, you know, really energized to go to work in the morning? What are the things that you've gotten to do? What are the things you've gotten to avoid? So articulate what that is. And sometimes, it's as simple as saying, um, you know, I want to do more of this and less of this and never this. So things like, so, you know, if you're in, in, in if you're, if you're at the window at Starbucks, you might look at the line of 22 and say, I don't want to work with the general public again because you know, 20 of them are cranky. And so, <laughs> you, right? I mean, at least. Yeah. And so yes. you might say, I don't want, I don't want to work with the general public again. You might say, I don't want to work getting up, you know, at four o'clock in the morning. You might say, I want to do more, you know, I want my work to matter more to me. I want it to help the world more. I want it to, you know, I want a commute. I want to work from home job three days a week. And so getting super clear on what dream looks like to you is the first start. And of course, is the start. And of course, part of that is 
what does the world want? If you're saying, or what does the market need? If you're saying, I want to play video games all day, well, you know, I mean, that's that's it's a very that's a very small niche, and can you mm-hmm. really make money doing that in any way? Maybe testing video games, but what are the chances? So you've got to be realistic. One of the things that people do that is, one of the things that people think that is overwhelming is I have to have it all figured out right now. And so, you know, what do I want to be for the next 20, 30 years? Now, what you just have to do is figure out what do you want to do next. And that can be if it's better than what you're doing now and you, as you move jobs throughout your career, you keep improving on what you're doing based on who you are and what you want, you will eventually get happier. Will you ever have that perfect 10? You know, none of us do. But mm-hmm. there's a way, there's ways by, by taking risks and being very self-aware and knowing what the market needs and really not being afraid to step out. And I think that it's, we see the number one reason that people don't move forward is fear. Talking to Julie Balki right now, President, Chief Career Strategist, the Balki Group. You're right. Fear does keep a lot of people back. Let me pose this question to you. Most of the time, Julie, you're talking about people who are unhappy in their job looking whether or not to pursue a new job. And I think that's an easier scenario. What about somebody who kind of likes their job but has a much bigger opportunity, but they're, they're scared because they're thinking, okay, I'm leaving a situation that I actually like. What if I go to this bigger job, more money, more prestige, but I don't like it as much as what I'm leaving, and once I leave, I can't get back what I'm walking away from. You follow me? What do you say to them? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I always use the scale of 1 to 10. So if you're sitting in a job and you're like, a 7. You know, a 7 is decent. Yeah, it's pretty good. But you have, right, yeah. Um, But a job comes along and you think, okay, this, this could be a 9. I mean, this could help me build my retirement accounts. This has a shorter commute, whatever it is. First, you have to figure out what is is not working where you are. So what are the things in your current job that keep it from being a nine? So we always recommend that people try to fix what's wrong where they are first. So if I say, okay, you know, the difference between the job I have that's a seven um, and how, how, how can I make this job a nine? What are the mm-hmm. things that keep it from being a nine? And first try to fix it where you are. Because if you like your company and you like generally what you do, you should always try to fix it where you are first. But if you look around and say, you know what, the things that keep it from being a seven to a nine is I have a boss that, you know, that I really don't respect. That's something that may or may not be changeable, but it's certainly not changeable by you. So you have to look at this and say, okay, so, If I were to go from where I am to this thing that might be a nine, first of all, you've got to research the heck out of it. Mm -hmm. Connect with people who work there. Go on LinkedIn. Search people who used to work there. They're easier to talk to than people who work there now. Ask them, what's it like to work at this company? What's it like to work for, you know, Boss Jones? Um, You know, what's the culture like? You know, go to Glassdoor where it talks about what it's like to work there. So you, you want to get as sure as you can that there's not a rat in the woodpile. And because of technology now, you can find out a lot. And then, you know, you want to think about if you have marketable skills. I mean, I talk to people all the time who are like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I want to do something else, but I'm not sure what mm-hmm. that is. If I make the leap, then what? And I always say, then you change jobs again. 
you know, especially if you are in a really hot field or a decently hot field, and it's a really good job market to take a chance. So if you do all of your research and you say, okay, if I get there, and first of all, and don't burn bridges where you're leaving. You want to leave with your head held high and professionally. You go to this new place and you realize, oops, I've made a mistake. You get in there and people are like, man, oh, you're working for Fred? Oh, good luck. You know, then you've got to you know, say, okay, I either have to try to make this work where I am or I want to keep my resume and my LinkedIn profile updated, try to work it, and it's okay to leave again if it doesn't work. And consider yourself, consider for golfers, consider that a mulligan. And, you know, it's not we, we're not in the world anymore where you have to stay someplace for a year or two years or you'll be considered a job hopper. That's very much boomer thinking, and I'm a boomer. And mm-hmm. so sometimes we jump, we make a mistake, we say, here's what I learned from it, I'm gonna, I need to do it again. And, you know, you give yourself, you need to give yourself permission to make a mistake once in a while, but the, the risk has to be worth the reward, and only you can decide that. I, I agree with that. Great advice, Julie. Thanks for being on the show today. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a great week. All right, you too. That's Julie Bauke, President, Chief Career Strategist, the Bauke Group. And you can reach her at julie.bauke at thebaukegroup.com. Bloom Daddy in for Brian. Much more coming your way next.